This is a HeadGum Podcast. I just wish that there was a way to like, you know, because you get checks for uh, a job well done, but I wish there was a way to like give a little garnish on that, you know? Yeah, garnish your wages. <laughs> That's what that means, right? Yeah, yeah. It, means, it means you get a little... <laughs> Get a little sprig of, of mint <laughs> alongside you. What I want is like stickers you could put on money so that you know it's extra special. Little little gold stars. Yeah. <laughs> or like, oh, fuck. Man, this is, this is a, a million dollar idea that you can put on a million dollars. It would be stickers that you can like mod your presidents with. So it would be like <laughs> oh little sunglasses. Yeah, think about That's it. That's a really good idea. Uh-huh. Man, we haven't, even, we haven't even started the show, and then we're already figured out what we want to draw. That's already something, yeah. <laughs> Should I That's write that down? It'll be the first time I've written something down from the pre-intro, but I'm going to write it write down. I think write it down. I'm going to write President Mod stickers for money. What? What should we draw? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. My name's Caldwell. My name's Nathan. And joining us, howdy folks, <laughs> welcome to our reverie. <laughs> and joining us today, uh, we're very, very lucky to have with us in the digital studio where we record, Sarah Anderson, webcomic artist and author of Adulthood is a Myth, available now in bookstores worldwide. 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 Sarah Welcome to the show. Is it actually worldwide? Technically, I've hidden yes. a single book in every single country. <laughs> you have to go find them. But so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of effort. What do people get if they find all of the books? Um, then they get a wonderful collection of comics. Oh, okay. But all right. It just seems like if you collect every book from every nation, seems like maybe you would get some sort of like. Well, I feel you want me to say something like the treasure is like the friendship you find along the way or whatever, but like I didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. The treasure is finding out that adulthood is a myth. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to live with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a, it's a harsh truth. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Could you at least have like the harsh truth be like, you know, engraved on like a sword made of gold or something like that. Just so like people have something to hang on a mantle. I mean, like I'm a little exhausted, but I'll right. do it. I'll do it. <laughs> you're creative. You're a clever person. I'm sure that you yeah. could, you know, figure out how to engrave on gold. Yeah, you, you can engrave, right? That's a, You can learn a trade. You can learn a craft. <laughs> You guys heard it here first. You find the four golden books hidden around the globe, and Sarah will <laughs> engrave uh, your name and a harsh truth upon a sword. Yeah, it'll say, adulthood is a myth. Mm-hmm. Then it'll say your name, and then right. it will say, we all die. <laughs> As a second hard, harsh truth. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Yeah. I know you're pretty dead set on this webcomic business, but I think that you could really go far with like an Etsy store where you just, you know, engrave uh, truths, uh, mantras, aphorisms and and such on swords and other weapons and instruments. I mean, that sounds a lot more productive than what I'm Mm -hmm. currently doing. So (laughs) I just like the idea of, uh, yeah, having something wise written on a sword. So like while you're swinging it in battle, the person you're fighting is like, wait, what's that say? (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. I never thought of it that way. (laughs) 
it's like the last thing they see before they yeah. die. Like it flashes before them. Like adulthood is a myth, and then you're dead. <laughs> huh. I should live, laugh, and love more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some sort of like, it's some sort of like mom lake house quote. It's yeah. just very much like, this house runs on sarcasm and wine. <laughs> it's a sword. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little uh, commissary at the, the office I work at. And it's basically just like a coffee shop that sells, you know, basic needs like, uh, I guess, like some, if you needed like Advil or a Band-Aid or something like that, you mm-hmm. could get it there. But for some reason, this store has like an entire section with just mom merchandise. <laughs> it's that very hmm. specific sort of merchandise where it's just got kind of cheesy sayings on it. Like there's one I, I think that specifically says like, I'm a mom till I count to three and then I'm a mommy monster or oh something like God. that. That's amazing. <laughs> you should buy that. I should buy that and keep it for myself so that people know that if you count to three, I'm going to turn into a momster. (laughs) A momster? (laughs) I'm going to do the momster mash, and that's where I rampage through the house shouting at my children until I get some wine. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, why... Is, is it it's for the whole company is the the mom stuff is are there just like I a lot of moms who work in I LA do, in I like the think, LA office I do think that this office park might have a surplus of moms okay um, but it's still bizarre that this weird little coffee shop where they sell sodas and chips also just has like a giant selection of like mom merchandise I'm talking about like pillows with these sayings embroidered on them talking about like piggy banks that say something like if i don't have my wine then i'm gonna whine things like that oh my god (laughs) so drinky moms drinky moms i I think that's a that's a specific style of mom yeah that's like an aesthetic (laughs) yeah it's one of the four matronly arts (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i just want to know when a woman has a child does she suddenly have an affinity for these kinds of sayings Will this happen to me one day? Like, will I just wake up and be like, I love it. <laughs> well, you won't say, I love it. You'll say, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, it'll start slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, that's cute. Ooh, that's wicked. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. We, we talk about dads and the specific transformation that happens when you become a dad on the show. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's true that a similar revelation occurs when you become a mom. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, you just, you, you gain an affinity for, like, quips and sayings like this. And I don't quite understand it. <laughs> yeah, you develop your little, like, cute mom humor, and then dads just lose any ability to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Their concerns are mostly with grills and, and building projects. And yeah. <laughs> shelves. Building projects, muttering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why do moms get to retain the humor? I guess it's just like they've been through a uh, a pretty intense medical experience. Maybe it's a, kind of like a gallows humor type thing. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm thinking that dads have the privilege of like breaking through to the other side where they're so not funny right. that it's become this like very interesting style of dad humor that everyone loves. And I think maybe moms just like held on to that like original like, oh, it's kind of funny. And there was no need to like put any irony into it. Maybe I'm thinking a little too hard about this. Yeah, no, I think you're onto something. I think like specifically with with quips, like things that are written down. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a mom, 
so much of your brain space that may have previously been devoted to coming up with the original things to say is now <laughs> occupied by making sure this this being you created doesn't die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it helps to just have funny things <laughs> written down for you so you can remember you can remember humor. What if we made like mom pillows and embroideries and mugs that were just a little more close to the truth where it's like, I hope my kids don't die. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like, yeah, it just gets really blue with it. It's just like a coffee mug that says like, I love my baby, but he wrecked my vagina. Yeah. Uh- I mean, this is something we can sell in the sword Etsy shop. I would say so. We're on this roll where we're thinking, like, let's put sayings onto stuff and we'll mm-hmm. sell it. Yeah. And I feel like alternative mom jokes or realistic mom jokes. Yeah. That yeah. has to have a market, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I love my kids, but also kind of want to strangle them. I mean, it does. It makes sense to put that on a sword. Like, I, <laughs> I love my kids, but I, I would stab them. <laughs> <laughs> it takes every ounce of my being not to... It's like the sword is a reminder. It's almost like, yeah, it's like I deserve a reward for just not killing them. Yeah, a reward sword. A reward sword. <laughs> a reward sword. I was on an international flight recently, and there was a, a baby crying for all 12 hours of it. Oh, wow. And it is like you just want to like give those parents a reward. It's like... Because we're, we're all in this together, but they... That's their life. And they're somehow yeah. managing to not like the fact that anyone just doesn't just chuck a baby into a lake and just kind of like <laughs> dust off their hands because it's they're the worst. Yeah. They're just- yeah. I love I love that we're this is a this is a parenting podcast with yeah. three people who have no children. No, I'm just applauding it. I'm just I want to <laughs> give them I want to give reward swords to all these parents like, you know, just commemorative daggers. For, like, just getting through it. It just seems so hard is what I'm getting yeah. at here. Yeah, yeah, because for them, the children never go away. They're always there. <laughs> children, they're like a stain you can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good clip. Yeah, that's a good one. These are, like, dark mom sayings. Dark the, mom sayings. The, yeah, these are for, like, moms that have walked a dark path for edgy moms. <laughs> Goth moms. Goth moms, yeah. I, oh, I love it. <laughs> it would be something like, Birds are lucky because their kids leave the nest or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that one's actually good. Yeah, that that's actually that, good. That feels like something you'd see in like a newspaper comic strip, like a crabby yeah. road or a mother goose and grim. <laughs> mm. Mm. I feel like I talk about newspaper comics a lot. And I think that as with every passing year, less and less people understand what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Cola, we have we have a bona fide internet comic artist here with us, and uh-huh. you're and you're talking about newspapers. You're I'm talking ta- about the past. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, Sarah. Did you have that? I don't know. Did you read a lot of newspaper comics growing up? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we might be the last generation to have done that, which is a little bit sad because now right. comics are so freely available, which is great. But mm-hmm. there's definitely something funny about like. I don't know, the style of newspaper comics, because there are some brilliant ones, like there's, right. you know, Calvin and Hobbes and then The Far Side. And mm-hmm. then some of them, the style is just like kind of exactly what you were talking about, where it's like, it's a joke. I think yeah. it's like it, it is the, the, the epicenter of sassy mom humor is, yeah. is mm-hmm. springs from newspaper comics, sassy mom humor and uh, lazy dad humor. They both 
you know that that's the nexus of them is uh, yeah. is in newspaper comics. It's by virtue of it of it being daily. It's yeah. I think it's they're dealing with the same thing. Like with moms and dads, it's every day. It's every day <laughs> they have to take care of a life with the with the newspaper comics. Mm-hmm. It's every day they have to print. They got to print something. Yeah. You know, like Sarah, you you post a new comic uh, twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. So you have. You have a little more time to just like hone the joke. Yeah. Right. You don't. You don't have the the newspaper editor breathing down your neck. You're just just your your hordes of uh, Facebook fans. <laughs> I want to get my my parents mugs or like maybe a plaque that just says "Thanks for not murdering me." <laughs> get them oh. a sword that says "Thanks for not murdering." <laughs> yeah. Me. There we go. Or like an, an axe they can bury or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's maybe a market that's not tapped into is like children, like cute mom dad style children's humor of oh you know like gratitude i don't know exactly what you just said and i'm not like saying it correctly no i think you're i think we're we're onto something here but i do i don't want to lose the thread on on newspaper comics just yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i was thinking it's crazy that you know kids now if they want to get into comics especially that kind of like short form comics i guess there's less of a direct portal because having like the comics page in the newspaper was like, okay, somebody has pre-selected these comics for me and said that they are good. Whether or not that's true mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. yet to be ascertained, but it's there's just a whole wide world of comics now. And mm-hmm. I think we all had the experience growing up of like looking online for comics and finding one or two and you're like, I think this is good, but maybe it's just some weirdo who's like <laughs> making a comic about like, an angel that can turn into a man or woman at, at their choosing. And like, it's vaguely sexual and like, Oh wait, no, this is bad. This is bad. I am not supposed to be reading this. <laughs> it's vaguely sexual. It's less vaguely sexual. It's very explicitly sexual. <laughs> it was just a lot of those comics with like people doing that. You know, that side, this is hard to describe on radio, but is that, remember that sideways anime face that people used to do where like everyone had just like a huge slope of a nose. Uh huh. Like you're talking about web comics. I'm talking about web comics. Yeah. With anime slope noses. Anime slope nose web comics. Where like the bottom part of it yeah, like it's like a it's like a little wave almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it goes it goes it sort of points up and then yeah. the bottom slope of the nose just becomes the bottom part of the face. Yeah. yeah. I used to draw a lot of stuff like that when I was like thirteen. I think we all did. I think yeah. we all like <laughs> saw that saw that and we're like oh so that's how you do it okay yeah. so that's anime i understand <laughs> <laughs> i can do that slope <laughs> i'm just now i'm just picturing like seeing all the the greats in the newspaper comics and then just one keen spot comic in there <laughs> <laughs> i think because that was for me i think that's what it was as i i remember going on like it was a like keen spot and drunk duck they all had like the worst names and there were mm. these big comic repositories that kind of prided themselves on being like, we're the funny pages, but on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it would just be all comics like that, where it's like, you know, the characters are cursing and it's like vaguely sexual and like nobody, mm-hmm. none of the art is good, but <laughs> it just felt like a wild west. I don't know if you guys had a similar experience or not. My first experience with like comics that were a little, a little naughty mm-hmm. was, uh, was Penny Arcade. Oh, my sure. my friends in uh, in middle school, they would print out Penny Arcade comics and slide them into the um, <laughs> like the area on the binder that you could put, you know, you could, you're supposed to put like the label 
of what subject it was for. Yeah, that clear plastic my, bit. My cool yeah. friend would put a he would put a different Penny Arcade comic in there every day, and I was like, "What? They That's can, cute. They can swear. <laughs> they can swear in comics. <laughs> They're talking about video games. <laughs> these, these guys got my number. <laughs> Cussing video games. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, they knew. They tapped into something. <laughs> I'm just more impressed by your friend and their dedication to change out this comic every day. Like, or I guess every, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah, whenever they, yeah, whenever they had that subject. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, did you go to the website or were you just like, was your friend just peddling these web comics for you and you just like check out? <laughs> I think it took me a while before I actually uh, worked up the, the nerve to be like, so where are you, where are you getting these magical... <laughs> These magical fonts of, of funnies. <laughs> what years were this? This is like 2005, 2006 probably? Yeah, I think like 2004. Uh-huh. Early 2000s, yeah. I remember that's when Cyanide and Happiness started on DeviantArt, I think. Oh, or yeah. Or they were, I found them through DeviantArt. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the first real webcomic that I saw. So were you a DeviantArt uh were you a child of deviant art? Were you a deviant? Hell yeah. <laughs> were you were you a deviant? Oh hello, hello fellow. <laughs> fellow deviants. Deviant art was my life for like three years. Probably. Yeah, I really I remember going on there and people had like the like trophies and there were people being awarded. It was like a whole community. It's like kinda yeah. like wandering out of the woods into this big gross city full of sparkling gold. <laughs> big gross city. <laughs> I just remember, like, what DeviantArt thought was deep. Mm-hmm. Like, what oh, DeviantArt man. thought was true art was, like, anything that had blood. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that had a person crying. Like, that is <laughs> the epitome of artistic pain. You get you get yeah. a person holding a sword on a beach with blood, <laughs> like, clutching a wound on a beach, holding a sword and crying. And there's, like, a moon in the background. Yeah. Also, they are a wolf. And everybody in the comments is like, wow. It's <laughs> really, I could tell that you really had some like feelings when you drew this. I'm adding this to my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just click. <laughs> the way that DeviantArt was arranged is like you would see the things that they had favorited before you saw their actual art. So you would always be like, wow, this person's got amazing an eclectic sensibility and style but then you would scroll further down and be like oh no they're just doing sprite comics i see this is i was looking at the wrong section (laughs) oh man i feel like yeah i feel like i missed i missed the heyday i missed definitely when i yeah no i think uh i I never oh you think i should start now i think you should get it now you think i should get into deviant art now yeah i I never now's the time (laughs) <laughs> be like that weird kid who like that weird old man who still like hangs out on the college campus yeah <laughs> like i mean he throws pretty good parties but like is he 40 <laughs> hey kids come check out my oc <laughs> yeah i think i i think i was just too intimidated by it i think i saw the the person you know crying with bleeding out on the beach right. and i was like wow this stuff's way too intense for me it was like a weird mix of like amateurs and then like a bunch of like Marvel and Marvel comic artists like had D- deviant arts. I remember, yeah. And they would just be posting like their covers that they had done, and it was very it was like a weird mix of people on there. Yeah, because I think that that was the time before the internet had like 
established how you're supposed to be an artist on the internet. Yes. So people just <laughs> saw a website called DeviantArt and they were like, mm-hmm. that's where I put all of my art. It's, <laughs> I feel like without fail, you can try and make a company with a good name. And the one with the, the second best company with a slightly worse name is always going to succeed. Like <laughs> I used to work for um, IAC, which is a big like internet company. And they literally have a company called shoebuy.com, <laughs> which is like, yeah, that seems like the number one site for where you go to buy shoes. But no, it's Zappos. Zappos. <laughs> Zappos is where you go to buy shoes. It's like, do not, it, there's a lesson to be learned here. Like if, if the name had been like artportal.com, People wouldn't mm. have gone to it because it wouldn't have been like it. D- it did not cater to the the dark desires that that people were seeking out with their artistic uh, yeah. proclivities. Yeah, the deviant really got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, so, Cole, you're thinking about it from a business point of view. Like, right. yeah, shoe buy makes more sense mm-hmm. if you're if you're a business. But you got to think about the people. You got to think about the market. Uh, you got to think about who <laughs> who's going online to post their art. Is uh-huh. it someone who wants to go to like Art Portal, or is it someone who wants to go to DeviantArt? <laughs> it's true. I mean, they they neglected to realize that all artists feel a little ashamed all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so they wanted to capitalize on that. All artists, uh, yeah, and also just who's creating the most art that they are happy to share online? Yeah, it's teens, teens, deviants, <laughs> deviants. Well. That's neither here nor there. I would like for you guys to get in on the ground floor of my new property, my new investment. It's shoefuck.com. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's just a shoe store. It's just an online shoe store like Zappos or Shoe Buy, um, but it's just a little sexy. Okay. I mean, that name is so edgy. Now I'm enticed. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's like, and you know, our slogan is shoe gives a fuck. Ooh, oh, I like God. that. Our mascot is um is an anime woman made of shoes called Shoe Chan. Can I draw that, please? Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Mary Shoe. And she's my OC. <laughs> this isn't your daddy's shoe store. Oh, she's so unrealistic. The best part is we just sell normal shoes. There's no difference between this and like a regular shoe store. It's just like yeah. vaguely uncomfortable in several ways. We also don't guarantee our sh- yeah. It's it's a worse business model than Zappos. It's the service is much worse. It takes yeah, a lot. Yeah, you slower. can't just send the shoes back if if they don't fit. But each shoe box comes with my uh, with my zine. <laughs> <laughs> you really just wanted to get your zine out there. Yeah. <laughs> so you made a shoe company. <laughs> it's a zine with a uh, like fan art of my self insert Mary shoe. Yeah, mm-hmm. who she uses the power of laces to, <laughs> to wrap up her enemies. I don't know. I'm losing the thread. <laughs> what kind of shoes does she wear? Um, she wears well. <laughs> I mean, all sorts of shoes, but mostly boots. Cole, you said she's you said she's made of shoes. She's made of shoes. Yes. <laughs> so she's made of shoes, but she also wears shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, like she's kind of like a shoe robot woman you know like the you know that sexy robot vodka mascot you see on buses in new york uh-huh she's like that but for shoes yeah you guys into it how much can i put you down for for investment uh one pair of shoes okay that's not really how investment i just want to zine yeah. <laughs> cool 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 all right i'm gonna talk to my bank uh, i'm gonna go call my bank real quick and uh and see see if i can get a loan from them uh but your your support means the world to me
uh, let's take a quick break while I do that. And then we'll be back with more of whatever this is. (laughs) Bye. Hello, friends. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, This show is actually brought to you by this week's sponsor, which is, of course, Blue Apron. Of course it's Blue Apron. Of course it's Blue Apron. Who else could it be? That good Blue Apron. I don't know if you're aware of this, Nathan, but the Mm -hmm. Blue Apron is the highest apron you can achieve in culinary karate. (laughs) I I did know that, Caldwell. They... We we had to earn our blue aprons in right. order to be given the sponsorship. Yes. But uh, you guys can just use their service. Right. Which is, for those of you who don't know, uh, a service where they send you ingredients and recipes for delicious meals. Yeah. Uh, right to your home. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and that includes you. Uh, they achieve this mm-hmm. by supporting a more sustainable food system setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. That's what you are. You are a home chef now to them. Yeah. Um, I became a home chef, Caldwell. You did? I, I did it. Nathan, I, you- I, got the, I got the apron. I got my blue apron. Right. And I made my friend, this. Nathan, are you, about to, mm-hmm. are you about to spit a testimonial at me? This is, this is real life. This Holy is real life. You can't, you can't write this stuff. You can't. <laughs> I- you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I made Caldwell. I made I made catfish. I cooked catfish. Gall dang. I've never I've never thought to ever eat a catfish. What was What was the name of this dish that you had, Nathan? It was uh, It was lemon caper catfish with mm. uh, collard greens. That's one caper that you solved lickety split. I lickety it all up. Yum yum yum. You can't make this stuff up, but Nathan, you can make up a delicious meal with Blue Apron. Caldwell, my testimonial isn't even done because Continue. I like the recipe so much yeah. that I went and got the ingredients uh, a second time, made it again. You're a repeat offender? It's like when you look up a recipe online, mm-hmm. except the first time you try it, they also send you all the ingredients it's so the you can find out whether or not it's any good. And then if it is good, you just have that recipe forever. And they don't give you too much. They give you just the portions you need, which is great. Right. Nathan, I, I got to ask. I, I've got some hard-hitting questions to follow up with on your mm-hmm. on your testimonial. Did you cook? Did you cook okay. alone? Uh, no, I, I did cook with, uh, with my significant other. That's great because mm-hmm. uh, cooking together builds strong family bonds. Research shows mm-hmm. the Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Would you say that did it improve or diminish your, your experience and your, your life journey with your significant other? Oh, it super improved it. Yeah. It was it was already pretty good, but it's... Would you say it saved your relationship? <laughs> no. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to pedal in in hyperbole, Caldwell. We've we've done nothing but tell the truth this whole time. Well, it wasn't... why why Listen. sully the reputation of my <laughs> of my testimonial? Your relationship wasn't on the rocks. But this didn't no. hurt it in any way. The, no, the ocean... it, was, it was a very nice experience I had. <laughs> it was just a very nice experience with a person I love very much. <laughs> God damn it, Nathan. <laughs> oh, we're so good at advertising. Nathan, yeah. I, want to, I want to talk about some of the upcoming recipes that they've got. Just so that if you um, if you're thinking about starting up, you're thinking about getting on the Blue Apron train, about training 
to become a Blue Apron Master Chef yourself, you're going to get cumin crusted pork. They've got what? seared chicken and pan sauce uh, with apple, kale, and potato hash. That's coming your way. Ooh, man, Sicilian cauliflower pizza. Nathan, you can make a whole pizza. You can make a whole pizza. That's just a pizza. <laughs> There's just a whole pizza on this one. They're going to send you, you know, you, you normally you order a pizza. It's already made for you. They're going to send you all the ingredients. You're going to make it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's going to come fresh out the oven. You know what? This sh- This isn't their slogan, but it should be. You can make a whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we'll, uh, we'll we'll run it by them. We'll see what they have to say. Cole, we got to tell the people how they can get in on this. You're right. If you go to blueapron.com slash we draw, you can get your first three meals for free. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. It's blueapron.com slash we draw. It's really an amazing service. You will eat foods you have never eaten before. How often can you say that about a product? Catfish. Catfish. I'll tell you what, Blue Apron didn't catfish me. <laughs> Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey. Yeah. Let's get back to the show. We gotta. I'm getting too hungry. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So during the break, I tried to get a loan for my website, uh, Shoefuck. Dot com. Uh, turns out, number one, that the website is already taken, and it's uh, pretty much what you'd expect it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's... Pretty much right on the money there. Yeah. I am, however, I, I contacted them to see if I could uh, buy the domain. They said no, but they did give me uh, a free zine of their own. Oh. Yeah. It's very graphic. Very. Yeah, very I would expensive. imagine. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that put that topic to bed. Um, it's you know like you you live and you learn, but. We are very lucky to be here. Speaking of, you know, business people and, and, and success in business, we're very lucky to be here with Sarah Anderson, who not only has won a award-winning book. I Did won it win one award? award. Yeah, one award. There you Hell go. Yeah. You, you only need one that you can say you're award-winning. Hell yeah, you got that yeah. one. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not only the author of one award-winning book, but soon to be the author of a second book. Sarah, what's the name of your second book? Big Mushy Happy Lump. Big Mushy Happy Lump. Now, will this book also feature a delightful velvet cover that I can run my, my finger along? Yes. Awesome. That's, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that it is a companion piece in that way. Uh, if you're not familiar with Sarah's first book, Adult as a Myth, it's got uh, like this inlaid velvet cover on the, the little sweater that your mm-hmm. character is wearing. Real, uh, real Pat the Bunny vibes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually opened the book. I just kind of spend my, my days. <laughs> I can't make it the cover. <laughs> yeah. I get that much enjoyment out of the cover alone. I think that the book itself would, would blow my mind. Yeah, you should buy the second one. Then you have two. The new book comes out uh, in two months, you said? Yeah, uh, March 7th. March 7th. Yeah. Great. March 7th. Nice. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, you you are much better at business than I am. And I, I hope to learn many lessons from you. But just to like make sure that you don't get too on a, on a high horse, too uppity, uh, I want to bring you down a peg and talk about something you told me before we started recording. You recently had the stomach flu, is that correct? Yeah, uh, it's been a miserable weekend. Okay. Uh, not sure what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you ate? I did have some fish that mm. was like a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. Suspicious fish. <laughs> Always the suspicious fish. fish. No, where did you get this fish? Did you did you like catch it yourself? Oh my god, I don't want to say who made it because I don't want to offend them. No. 
<laughs> was it, oh, was it a person? Did you like, was it uh, at like a dinner at a friend's house or would you go to a restaurant? Someone's very kind mom made it. So I don't oh, know. No. <laughs> but I'm not sure that's what caused this. I mean, like maybe it's like, it could be the flu. It could be food poisoning. Either way, I've been down, mm-hmm. but I'm doing better now. You know what might happen? That mom might have a little too much wine. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it was the wine all along. <laughs> if I've been drinking, maybe don't eat the fish. <laughs> That's one of our less popular uh, <laughs> slogans. Not the best, Dollar. Not, not the best. Mom's been drinking, so I might have forgot to cook the chicken. <laughs> yeah. There's three things I love in my household. Wine, children, and salmonella. <laughs> what a weird angle. This is like real Munchausen mom memes. I mean, Sarah, you un, unwittingly, you have brought us to... I, I don't think we've done an episode where we haven't discussed, you know, bodily functions in some capacity. Mm-hmm. It's true. So... I just think it's very humanizing. I'm glad we got that in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No problem. But I guess I wanted to say, I just, we really appreciate you coming on, uh, despite the the struggle you're going through. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me and seeing my sick face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I mean, like, our faces look pretty sickly to begin with. So it just, it's honestly just more, uh, more logs for the fire. I mean, sickly or sick? A little bit of both. <laughs> like a skateboarder who's constantly puking, I think is how I would describe <laughs> All my right. vibe. That's a good aesthetic, too. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you all know, the second half of our show is dedicated to trying to figure out what it is we should draw. Um, mm-hmm. We came up with a bunch of fun ideas in the first half, but I want to I want to draw from outside sources to try and help further to help us just get like a little wider of a net to cast a wider mm-hmm. net so we can all get sick on some real bad fish. Yeah, let's let's get enough fish in here for us all to get sick. This email comes to us from a listener named Sonny, and Sonny writes. Confused snail. Thank you. Thank you. That is all Sonny had to had to offer. I love how uh, polite our emails are. Yeah. They, they often involve uh, please and thank you. It's true. And I, I it's really I look for that um, when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm combing through the emails. Uh, if mm-hmm. you want to email us, you can do it at WSWDshow at gmail.com. And uh, there's a chance we'll read your email suggestion out loud like we just did with Sonny's. Confused snail. Confused snail. That is our topic. What do we think? <laughs> Why is it confused? Yeah, what What could confuse a snail? I think that like every aspect of a snail is confusing. So maybe it's just become self-aware about its situation. Oh, yeah. And it's, it like woke up and it's just like, what is this? Like, I don't yeah. have a body. I don't have, I have this, this little house sitting on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a spiral booger. I'm just, yeah. it's, it's a bad situation. I'm just a slug with a rock on it. <laughs> it's, yeah, like every aspect of a snail, snails are just kind of one of those situations where it's, it's beautiful and it's the, you know, it's the Fibonacci sequence represented in nature and it shows the true, you know, like, I, honestly, I don't want to get too preachy, but like, hey, I do think that that's an accident. That snails look that beautiful? No, it's Jesus, and he's blowing little uh, magic bubbles and creating all the beautiful creatures of the earth and sea. Maybe that's why the snail's so confused, because he's not in wonder of himself. He's in wonder of Mm -hmm. Jesus. (laughs) 
Is this what the pillow says? It's a real religious snail. <laughs> I mean, well, let's think about a snail's day to day. And what, what could be possibly confusing this snail? Avoiding salt. Avoiding salt. <laughs> Goal number one. Goal number one. Maybe a snail is seeing someone eat escargot and being like, why are you eating that? Don't you know what it is? <laughs> Don't you know what that is, dude? <laughs> Those boogers. <laughs> it's just spiral boogers. That's just some spiral boogers. I mean, I get it. You put you put enough garlic and oil on anything, it's going to taste good, but it's, it's still a booger. And that's really the true lesson, is that if you put a, enough garlic and oil on anything, it will taste good. There's another mom pillow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it would be like that, but it would be like just add sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love mom humor. You know what I'm thinking about with the snail? Mm-hmm. Is they move so slowly. Do you think Mm -hmm. the way we move, you know how like the world just seems like everything's happening as it should. What if that's Mm -hmm. happening to a snail? But then when somebody like picks it up or when it like gets attached to like a bike or a car that it's literally (laughs) like, it's like ultra like that thing in like Star Trek or Star Wars where they're like shooting through. Or it's it's like that moment in contact when the scientist lady is uh, just like just being rocketed through the wormhole. Yeah. It's like that experience. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. It's just fun to picture a comic where like you just <laughs> you just slowly zoom out and see this snail like warping through space and they're just like all of a sudden in another place. That that must be how it feels. Yeah. I'm thinking more now about slugs mm-hmm. and how raw a deal that is. If you're a slug, and then you just come upon a snail, and you're like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Where do I sign up? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it seems like so weird, because there's so many species and animals like that, where there's just a better version of yeah. that species that exists, like, alongside it. It's a Pokemon yeah. evolution. It just, it's like, true. <laughs> it leveled up, and it got it, its defense raised. Uh-huh. <laughs> What other animals? I can't think of any off the top of my head. Like, what What do you mean by that? Well, there's like sharks and then there's hammerheads. Which is the upgrade. It's great. It's true. That's more parallel. That's more of a lateral upgrade, mm-hmm. I guess. It's like, you know, they specced differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually know what the advantage of a hammerhead is. Like, why do they? It just seems like their eyes are further apart. And like, maybe mm-hmm. they can, they have advanced perception. Maybe they can see kind of like, in different directions. I don't I don't know. It doesn't this seem This is what happens whenever we start talking about science, we always <laughs> we we hit a wall very very quickly. Yeah, but we're just that's, like that's cool. I don't know what I don't know anything about it. It's true that is like the rhythm of our show as we go. I don't know why that exists. Let's come up with a fake answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess birds are very much uh like you know that there's so much evolutionary examples of like birds having like multiple there's like multiple types of birds. Like, you know, there's like a... <laughs> there are multiple types of birds. There's yeah. at least three. Fun science fact. <laughs> there's multiple birds <laughs> in the world. Yeah, like when a duck sees a swan oh, or a goose. A yeah. Yeah. It's oh, that's a great like, one. Wha- how'd, you get, how'd you get your neck so long? Well, it's we've talked about this on the show before. It's like when a horse sees a giraffe and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or uh, a parakeet and a parrot. 
Like, it's just like, yeah. this yeah. is a bigger, better, smarter version of you. And this yeah. one can talk, but you can't. <laughs> That's got to be rough. <laughs> is there a advanced version of even a snail? Nautilus? Actually, that's like, that's something that lives in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got a little house. Now I'm just picturing like a snail, but it's just like a big goopy booger man, but it's got a little little spiral hat. <laughs> <laughs> Life finds a way. And then the slug is just the goopy man, and then the snail's <laughs> goopy man with a hat. <laughs> with a hat. Yeah. yeah, it's that. That's what it feels like to them. Yeah, it's just like us. Our interpretation of a slug meeting a snail, and yeah, it's just a goopy man walking down the street, and he sees another goopy man wearing a hat, and he's like, "Damn, that's cool." <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. Snails are essentially like you know wealthy slugs that bought a house. <laughs> They're just homeowners. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like a. It's this grand metaphor for the way we live today is that mm-hmm. some people will never have that. They're just destined to be slugs their whole lives. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This it's a, it's a metaphor for class struggle. Did you, yeah. The, <laughs> these animals are a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the why only... Jesus made them. <laughs> <laughs> to remind you that, that people will always be poor. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Well, I think that there's definitely something in that. But Nathan, we had a lot of uh, a lot of topics that we discussed in the first half of the show. Do we want to bring those back around and see if oh, we yeah. can't settle on something? We had a lot of ideas for uh, for products. Mm-hmm. Um, this was our most product heavy episode, I think. Yeah, um, well, a lot of a lot of business ventures. We um, before the intro, uh, we discussed making mod stickers for money to put on the yeah. president's faces. I did like that idea. Which could be fun. Yeah, like dollar mods? Dollar mods. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about uh, engraved swords. Sure. Uh, with mom quotes on them. There's <laughs> 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 something very funny about... I'm picturing like a big barbarian mom, and it's just yeah. she's got like a sword that says like, <laughs> less whining, more wine, or something like Bless that. this mess. <laughs> <laughs> what if you engraved... Oh, shit. You get like a snail and you just engrave that right on the shell. Bless this booger. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Live, laugh, goop. <laughs> it's a goop life. <laughs> Eat, pray, slug. Eat, pray, oh. slug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> think about it. Oh, God. Don't think about it. What else, Nathan? It was Shoe Chan. There yeah, was Shoe Yeah, there was Shoefuck.com's Mary Shoe. Uh, Mary Shoe, Shoe Chan. I just want to see fan art of Mary Shoe, honestly. Like, we got a lot of creative listeners. I would love to see people's interpretation of Mary Shoe. Tasteful, please. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I want like a, a Hatsune Miku, something like nice and like family friendly. I don't want what I don't want what you might see on the uh, the plus 18 section of DeviantArt. Okay. Keep it classy. Oh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of deviant art, I mm-hmm. did really like the way you described it as uh, coming out of the woods and finding a big, gross city. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like what going on the internet feels like for the first time, anyway. But it's like a yeah, it's a weird experience that you know we all encountered. 
was yeah that moment when you kind of like come when the the veil of aol.com is lifted and you see the the full internet proper for the first time that gleaming emerald city that's a little phallic and gross i mean so what kind of people would live in the city like we'd have the slope nose mm. people and like the right. sonic fans <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like who who are the characters of this city? Um, those like real cool hair and fashionable like wolf people that yeah. you see. Video game friends, video game friends, Sonic mm-hmm. OC, it, like so many Sonics. <laughs> yeah, so many Sonics just like walking around. I think there's like different different casts and cultures and classes of of people in this city. Yeah, the Sonics are the common folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the most numerous. <laughs> I don't want to be in this city. <laughs> now now I'm just like picturing like an artist, you know, because I think there's like this thing when you're an artist where like you can just like never escape your earliest drawings and like the, like how far, even no matter how far you come, you'll always remember that slope nose that you drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm wondering if there's something about like just being haunted by that. Like you look in the mirror and you just see that <laughs> slope nose monstrosity looking back at you. <laughs> you know what's like the names of the first characters that you made like if you can remember how horribly cringeworthy they were that would Mm -hmm. be in the mirror yeah (laughs) like whatever japanese name i decided to give to this character sakura windbloom (laughs) i definitely made a character named sakura it was a requirement yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's what got me where i am yeah I mean, that's a weird thing because, like, my DeviantArt is just fully still accessible out there in the wild yeah. somewhere. Really? Just like your your OC coming back to haunt you. You had a fake name, right? For it, it's oh, it was, I think it was Avenar was the my Avenar name. Yeah. So if you search Avenar DeviantArt, I'm sure you can still find it. It's not good. There's like a lot of comics I made in college that are very like very web comic. Just like that that classic web comic aesthetic. A lot of like half lidded eyes. A lot of people being sassy and. Oh, crazy. Yeah. A lot of crazy roommates mm. up in that comic if you want to check that out. <laughs> but yeah, it's like some sort of Edgar Allan Poe style comic where like your OC is like coming up from the floorboard. <laughs> 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 and it's that like hook nosed, like, it's me, Sakura. Don't you remember me? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm so sorry I made you. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why don't you love me anymore, mother? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Nathan, what else? Um, did we have any other topics of discussion? I mean, th- I don't know if this is a separate idea, but we mm-hmm. talked about stomach flu sure. and uh, we got back to mom quotes that just involve salmonella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, salmonella I don't know mom. If that's, I don't know if that's anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a very specific salmonella mom memes. It's all about being a mom, but making sure that you are aware of how dangerous salmonella is. <laughs> it's a PSA, basically. Yeah, yeah, this it'd be like a minion being like, like as long as I've got enough love and enough wine, and my chicken is thoroughly cooked, <laughs> everything is fine. <laughs> this is very specific, mom. As long as I have a meat thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> there could be like an E. coli spinoff. Yeah. Or it's all about like, you know, making sure that you're like, you know, like this house runs on sarcasm and love and making sure that if the chicken smells a little bit like a noxious fume, that it's bad and you got to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> some real, some, yeah, some like some safety oriented uh, mm-hmm. mom quotes. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I think this is, again, we, we encounter this problem a lot where this is just a good idea. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's so much a drawing as it is just like a movement. Because salmonella, salmonella awareness is very, it's a very important topic. For sure. Particularly for moms. Particularly for moms. Because you don't want your, you don't want your baby getting sick. Oh, that was one mother, uh, one mother thing. One other thing was, mm-hmm. uh, oh, like dark mom memes, dark mom memes, and also um, rewards for parents. Sort of like memes that you can, that kids can can do, like a trophy or something like that. What would parents actually want from children? Like, what would they actually want their kids to say to them? Just like anything, any sort of like thank you. <laughs> at all <laughs> any gratitude whatsoever any gratitude yeah <laughs> thanks for both making and putting up with me <laughs> yeah i think it would be like maybe like a um a trophy or some sort of orb or like you know a <laughs> some sort of orb you know like a golden you know. orb. or like you know, a, those... coin, a, a commemorative coin and it just says like i love you and i promise to pay for your elder care <laughs> good enough <laughs> yeah something like that again something like that is there yeah is there something is, is there a way to like condense that into a drawing it's like <laughs> like because I, I guess there's like i mean maybe it is like specific father's and mother's day gifts and it's like something like that it's like thanks for not murdering me it's like i love you i promise to pay for your elder care specific things <laughs> like that it's a little it's i don't know it's a little time sensitive which is the problem it's mm. again it's like it would work better as a product than exactly. a drawing like we're just being business people i you know it's just we've all realized that making money as an artist is very hard and we're just trying to pivot <laughs> i think we should do something with the the snails and the evolved versions of yeah i really like the idea that you could be an animal and there just exists a better, cooler version of you. Is there just like, I mean, maybe we're overthinking it. I think that there's just something really funny about like seeing that like cute slug face after like a snail, like a snail like blasts by and like, you know, he's got his little house and he's like, just screams like, I'm a homeowner or something like that. And the snail, we just do like a close up of a slug's face being like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if it even needs to be more complicated than that. It's very cute to me to picture like this slug just knowing that he'll never be better than this snail. Like that's just like evolution's cool trick. Yeah, or he's like, he's like, hey, where'd you get that? Mm-hmm. And the snail's like, I was born with it. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> wow, that's a oh, real damn. social commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like a commentary on privilege and class. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we label enough stuff, like if yeah, we label yeah. the house like middle mm-hmm. class, privilege, guaranteed. Yeah, everyone needs to be wearing a sash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there something funny about the slug turning to the camera and being like, wow, what a commentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what we need to do. Because it, mm-hmm. it needs to seem like it's just this cute setup for like, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> and, then it, and then he turns and he's like, what a commentary on the way we live today and the way that people just can't break into the middle class. Yeah, yeah. He just he just says a multi-paragraph speech <laughs> in the last panel. Oh my god. Sarah, yeah, it starts off as like it's called like gooey friends or something like that. Or like slug buddies. It's like we 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 frame it almost like a cute like the webcomic you made in like middle school or something like that. It's called like slug buddies or something like that. Uh, slug 
and then it's two slugs and then a, a snail shows up and it's like whoa you got a house like we don't own houses and he's like where'd you get that cool house and uh the snail's like well i was born with it and then the slugs look at each other and go like that's fucked up this is clearly a metaphor for the inequality and how you can't really escape the lower class when you're born to it uh, and like you know despite all we do america still remains an oligarchy <laughs> slug friends Slug friends. And then, yeah the last panel would be like something like i guess they eat a leaf yeah or it's just the the snail just looking mm-hmm. at the slugs and he's just kind of smiling mindlessly mm-hmm. like after this whole paragraph or he's like no need to get so salty <laughs> yes <laughs> And then they all look at the camera in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just ends on some cute pun, but like this, the slug is still mad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, nah, it's still fucked up. <laughs> I think we can we can massage that into something real good. I think so too. Sarah, you've you've really you provided the spark, and I and I and I applaud you for that. You you've overcome so much. Thank you. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we've got our work cut out for us. Thanks to thanks to Sarah's inspiration. Sarah, was there a drawing that you felt interested in pursuing yourself from this week's show? I really like this slugs as people, but one just has a little spiral hat. If you would like to draw fan art of gross slug people, we would love it. I will absolutely do it. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. It's always great when when artists are willing to to come on the show and play ball. So uh, very pleased. Uh, please check out Sarah's book, Adulthood is a Myth. You can buy it uh, in bookstores or online. I imagine you just go to Amazon. Yeah. And be on the lookout for her next book, which is... Big Mushy Happy Lump. Big Mushy Happy Lump. Great. I imagine you can pre-order that now? Yes, on Amazon. Great. Comes out on March 7th. And your website is sarahcanderson.com. So go check that out. Uh, And are you on Twitter? Yes, at Sarah C. Anderson. Great. Okay. So consistent brand across the board. Yeah. Perfect. Good stuff. Uh, You can find me at Caldy on Twitter. Nathan is... At, At Nathan Yaffe. Great. Just go online. We haven't done this in a while, but yeah, uh, if you like the show, go look us up on Twitter. Go look me and Nathan up on Twitter and just uh, tweet your best mom quote at us. Oh, yeah. I would love to see some great inspirational mom quotes tweeted at us. I still get you tried and how could you every now and then. And yeah, those those always make me happy. Yeah, they really warm my heart. Uh, but nothing's going to warm my heart as much as hearing some great quotes. Uh, I would love to see some menu memes, just like really light us up. It'll let mm-hmm. us know that you listened to the episode mm-hmm. and it'll be vaguely annoying in a sweet way. And I look forward mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> show at gmail.com is where you can send suggestions for what you'd like us to draw. You can tweet at WSWDpod on Twitter. Uh, that's kind of our Twitter suggestion repository if you want to tweet us there. And I think that's going to do it for us. What should we draw.com, of course, is where you can see the finished drawing from this week's show, as well as Sarah's excellent fan art when that is mm-hmm. posted. That's all the URLs that I can muster. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and close this down. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Nathan, mm-hmm. I think I know what we should draw. Y- yay. <laughs> Shoe fuck. Shoe fuck. That was a HeadGum Podcast.